in the world of freedom. Mr. Gorbachev, open this gate. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Ich bin ein Berliner. This is Radio Goethe Magazine with Arndt Peltner. News and information from the heart of Europe. Hello and welcome to Radio Guten Magazine. I'm Ant Peltner. In today's show we have a spotlight on the band Sonic Front from Hanover, so stay tuned. But first, the news. Radio Goethe Magazine. The news with Nina Paula. Karlsruhe. Three suspected terrorists have been arrested in Germany. They were planning massive bomb attacks on targets in Germany. The bombs would have had more explosive power than those used in the Madrid and London terror attacks. The three men are two German converts to Islam and a Turkish Muslim, all in their 20s. Prosecutors said that they have ties to Al-Qaeda and were driven by a hatred of US citizens. The airport in Frankfurt and US bases like Rammstein could have been targets. Police is still looking for another five suspects. Berlin. Meanwhile, German-speaking countries have promised to increase online security. At a meeting of ministers from Europe's German-speaking countries, leaders agreed that closer cooperation was crucial. We have to realize that terrorism has arrived in Europe, Austria's interior minister Günther Platter said. The ministers agreed to form a joint task force to step up the fight against terrorism and gave their support for online police investigations. German Chancellor Angela Merkel said, there can be no place where terrorists are safe. For that reason, we are in favor of online searches. Berlin. Germany marks the 30th anniversary of the so-called Autumn of Terror. On September the 5th in 1977, a Red Army faction commando opened fire on a convoy in which Hans-Martin Schleyer, head of the Federation of German Industries, was traveling. This was the beginning of what has gone down in history as the Deutsche Herbst, Germany's Autumn of Terror. The Red Army faction with its hardened mind Andreas Bader, Gudrun Enslin and Jan-Karl Raspe murdered 34 people. Hamburg A hotel in the southern German town of Obersalzberg is being strongly criticized for allowing visitors to view part of a Nazi-era bunker. Guests can see there a swastika-covered bunker from World War II in the cellar. Critics say the structure has been turned into a neo-Nazi shrine. According to research by German public broadcaster ARD, the bunker has become a pilgrimage site for neo-Nazis who come to see the Nazi propaganda, swastika and anti-Semitic statements crawled and carved on its walls. Obersalzberg near Berchtesgaden, located in Bavaria near the Austrian border, became Hitler's holiday retreat in 1923. Officials cannot close the site, however, as it's privately owned by the hotel. Berlin Karl May is Germany's best-loved and best-selling author of all time. A new exhibition in Berlin throws light on this colorful and complex character. With sales of over 200 million books, Karl May remains a household name in today's Germany. Every year, thousands of fans attend open-air theater festivals where his fiction is acted out. The writer has become most famous for his Wild West series featuring the adventures of the Native American chief Winnetou and his blood brother, the white trapper Old Shatterhand. The exhibition runs until January.
Long-time Radio Goethe listeners have known them for a while. They have been on several Radio Goethe compilations and I just think they rock. Sonic Front from Hanover. After a long time, the band finally released their latest and sadly their final album called Pieces. On a recent stop in Hanover, I talked to singer Kai Hornung about the new album and first wanted to know why it took so long to release the record. It took a really long time because uh, first of all, um, we didn't have all our songs finished. When we went into the studio, this is, uh, there was a completely different situation compared to the previous albums we recorded. This time we wanted to finish them inside the studio. But then most of all, it was because of uh, Christoph Sickness and his death. And right after that, uh, everything kind of fell apart for a time. Um, and also because we had such a low budget, and like zero budget for recording everything, uh, we jumped in and out of the studio to record whenever it was possible for us. Uh, when the studio wasn't uh, like being booked and we could get just go into the rooms and record our stuff. And that really took a long, long time. Many delays, um, really annoying. Then one year added into another and then it took yeah, like three years for us to finally finish the, the album.
Guitarist Christoph René died in December 2004, in the months before, the band was working hard to put pieces together. But they were just pieces when Christoph passed away. And we finished a couple of songs afterwards, um, so this means uh, Christoph actually does not know all of the songs. Like he, um, There were songs like uh, White Out, the, one, the first one in the album, He Left Us Right, uh, then the one that follows. And, um, those were done, we played them live, crazy as well. But other songs like um, 36 Below or um, Common Ground, Red All Sky, The Way It Turned Out, and um, John Timer, um, those were put together in the studio. They were uh, arranged in the studio and then, uh, for example, many vocal lines did not exist when we went to the studio. And Christoph did, never, did not hear uh, the vocal lines because they were invented during the, our studio recordings. 36 Below
A new album is most of the times a happy and proud occasion, but here it is more. How is it for the band to see the release of pieces? We are happy and um, proud on, on the one hand and very sad on the other hand because um, we, we, um, we achieved what we hoped for to record this album and make it really make it the best album we've ever done. Uh, on the other hand, it's, you know, it's the closing of the last chapter of our band and uh, this um, yeah, kind of makes me sad. I mean, um, I got some time during the recording of the album, it took three years, I told you. Um, it took some time, or I got some time to get used to the fact that the band would not exist anymore. It was like a, a very long, three-year-long goodbye to the band. So now I'm just content and glad that it's uh, achieved, that we got there where we wanted to be. Why don't you just go forward with Sonic Front, find a new guitarist and continue the band? And this is not meant to say that Christoph is replaceable as a friend. When we started as a band, we started as um, schoolmates. We were all 17 or 18 years old and were in school and uh, formed this band. And we never considered ourselves a company or something that we make a living of. It um, was a passion to create this music and to play together. 
And um, although we had some uh, some changes uh, with drummers, and once with a keyboarder, um, we never changed anything besides that. And Christoph was like the main part of the band. He was like the main songwriter. And um, I could never imagine being um, in Sonic Front without him because mainly it was him and me um, deciding where this band is heading to. So uh, there was no question for me to replace him. Not a second. I jump into a river to find where I will be. Float into the ocean or drowning in a sea.
first reviews I have seen about the new album, like on Germaniac.com, critics are amazed by the cover art that is done by a professional artist. It looks very good, very, very impressive. So how important is this visual element for Sonic Front? It was always Christoph's job to um, represent the band visually. He made the artwork, he designed the webpage, and uh, he did the video that was on our last album, Depart. Um, he studied that and he was a really uh, well-known person doing artworks and doing uh, creative stuff. Uh, not, not just for Sonic Front, but for other um, companies and other bands as well. So there was always a huge factor for us. And um, just before Christoph died, I had, had long conversations with him. And um, besides his big wish uh, that he said we have to finish the album, he said what is extremely important to him is that we still keep uh, uh, much attention uh, towards the visual side of the band. And he said, uh, Kai, you know what, um, try to get in touch with uh, uh, Dirk Rudolph, who did uh, covers for Brian Adams, Rammstein and big, big bands. And he said, well, no matter um, how big he might be, or no matter how big the work has been that he's done, and try to get in touch with him and, and try if he can make the artwork. And uh, we were really, really lucky that this guy, really nice guy, Dirk, uh, he did the artwork for us. And I think he did a fantastic job. It's uh, great and I just wish Christoph could have seen it because uh, I'm 100% positive that, would, that he would love the work that Dirk did for us. A man decides after 70 years that what he goes there for is to unlock the door.
find the band online at sonicfront.de and of course this program at radiogoethe.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Arndt Peltner. Okay, here it is. Um, one of the best songs, I think, from Sonic Front, from my band. Um, it's the final song you are going to hear on the new album. It's called Wave Goodbye and this is here my Wave Goodbye from you. Thanks for everything, guys. Bye-bye.
Have run, and now I'm home.